Kane's Fishing and Hunting Show on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Good morning and welcome to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio, <laughs> FM 107.5 and AM 1240. I'm Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. For our weekly fishing and hunting show, welcome to Kane Radio, FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always... Purpose of this show is to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And, Rick, each uh, Friday, these are the fine people, the reason we're here. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasoning and Foods. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the number, uh, area code, you got to dial that area code, 337. The number is 367 1240. And you can also listen to us online at www.kane1240.com, anywhere in the world. And if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa. Play Kane 1240, and you can also listen to Kane on any accessible Internet device. We're live here at the studios at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is open. And, Rick, uh, freshwater uh, and saltwater fishing, what you can hear Tony, I've been hearing uh, some good reports on catching redfish and specks on the saltwater side. And on the freshwater side, you know, the basin is down low, and we'll probably talk about that after a while, and they're starting to draw down in uh, Henderson. And everything I'm hearing is coming, you know, up up north, uh, Toledo Bend, Sam Rayburn, and uh, Fishing Sockeley. They're, they're starting to move down to about 20 to 25 feet on Shiners. But around here, Tony, the freshwater, I haven't heard really too much. And, uh, you know, like I said, besides catching reds and a few specks in the bay, that's about it in Vermilion Bay. Yeah, you know, too, Rick, it's just been so darn hot yep. that uh, it's kept people away. Of course, we had a nice shower last night uh, uh, to keep, uh, hopefully, uh, won't be too, too hot today. But uh, temperatures have been around the mid-90s, uh, yep. upper 90s. and uh, But the humidity's been down. But yeah, humidity is coming back. Yeah, I think yeah. it's 97 today and there's some high humidity. So maybe we'll get a pop-up shower. Well, hopefully uh, in the next uh, week to 10 days, maybe two weeks, we'll start to see a little cooling off uh, right. of the heat and uh and it, boy, it was you know a couple of weeks ago it was so darn hot. Yep. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, with the I think it got 108 in Slidell, Tony. They yeah. set a record. Yeah, yeah a lot of records yep. have been set oh, in yeah. that regard. And we were just sitting. Of course, one good thing about that high system yeah. kept all the low systems away yeah. with the hurricanes. That's and, right. Uh, the next big one out there, Lee, looks like it's uh, big, building up to four or five uh, uh, category hurricane right now. But uh, it's sitting out there in the Atlantic, so uh, yep. we'll see. In the meantime, though, Rick, uh, as you mentioned, too, you talked about uh, Butler Rose, uh, you know, the river stage. They, they finally got our gauge fixed back up there. And uh, right now, as of 6 o'clock this morning, it's at three and a half feet. That's low. Boy, you're not kidding. Mm-hmm. Not only low, yeah. and they're also draining uh, uh, yeah. Henderson. Uh, and I've been hearing, Tony, a lot of guys, uh, you know, they've been running, going to the camps and everything. The water's so low, they've been having some lower unit issues. In other words, hitting structures you know, in the water. You don't realize that. When yeah. those uh, water levels get below five feet, uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But good fishing, but uh, in the meantime, with the heat, yeah, the fish are seeking a uh, deeper, deeper. Yeah, uh, you have to go early and late, Tony, and, and it's just a small window, you know, because when the heat starts kicking, I mean, it's uh, not only takes a toll on the fish, but it also takes a toll on your body, and it's it's just been hot, you know. Yeah, you're right about that, and like you mentioned, either early in the morning, like about now, and. Probably can hang around another hour or so, maybe About two. Right. Yep. And then in the evenings, uh, of course, with the sun setting now <clears throat> so much earlier, around the 730-ish time. Right. And, uh, of course, the sun coming up later. 
during the day too. So. And then up north, Tony, in the, all the reservoirs, uh, see Caney, Toledo Bend, Sam Rayburn, Lake Fork, they've been doing a lot of night fishing. They have been catching a few fish at night. I forgot about that. In fact, a guy I caught two weeks ago caught 11 and, and 11 four out of Caney, and uh, they was fishing at night. Caught it at 2.30 in the morning, you know. Really? Of course, with the heat, uh, you know, it's been so hot during the day, even at 2.30 in the morning, it's probably still 85, 89 degrees, you know, so. Yeah, usually at night, uh, last night when I woke up this morning, looked at the temperature, it was 77, I thank God. That was before the sun came up this morning. Right, and we had that little shower last night. Yeah, which yeah. kind of helped, uh, too, to kind of cool things off. Uh, right. In the meantime, uh, of course, you look around town, and uh, you just don't see a lot of people cutting grass. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. just the heat. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, uh, with that, too, also uh, – I want to remind folks, as we do each week, uh, about your licenses and all. And uh, yep. Anyway, uh, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries to update the license system to allow renewals prior to expiration. Uh, basically, the department uh, is aware that current license system does not allow individuals to renew their license until the moment it expires. And they're in the process of making updates to the system to allow the individuals to buy before expiration. So since that option is not currently available, the department wants to remind individuals that a license can be purchased quickly and easily by our computer and smartphone. And it's uh, one of the many licensed vendors. So with the uh, department enforcement is aware of of this issue and they will offer a 24 hour grace period from expiration. So understanding that people may be hunting uh, uh, at hunting camps or in the field when their license, it literally expires. Oh, yeah. You know, so uh, (laughs) additionally, if you don't want to risk having one of your licenses expire, uh, they recommend signing up for the auto renewal through our licensing website. So the feature will automatically renew your license at the moment it does expire. Of course, automatic renewal is available uh, for most hunting and fishing licenses. Auto renewal allows you to store payment information in the system and elect to have your license renewed automatically every year. And the department uh, reminds their users there's a $3.50 convenience fee on any online transaction, including an auto renewal. In your LouisianaOutdoor.com account, you can select which annual licenses you'd like to auto-renew. Of course, the department also will automatically renew your license at the purchase price plus the convenience fee using your stored credit card information, and you'll receive a reminder 30 days before expiration, seven days before the renewal date. So Still a lot cheaper than getting a ticket, Tony. Oh, absolutely, and the headache you got to go through with all of that, too. Uh, Most of the time, if you don't pay it, you want to contest it, and you got to miss a day or half a day of work, go to court. I mean, you know, it's a, still a lot cheaper. Yeah, with the CCA tournament, you know, of course, ending uh, last uh uh, this past Monday, July the 4th, uh, don't have any updated information. I'm going to wait for all that get pumped in over uh, probably next Friday. We'll have a, a lot more on it next uh, Friday's the 15th, and we'll talk about that a lot more with uh, all the winners in the area and uh, the kids that have signed up and possibly uh, – uh, they're going to pull some names, you know, for these kids to win a, a Joe Boat and a little, I think it's a what, 15 horse, 10 horsepower, 15 horsepower with a 15. Dilly trailer or McLean trailer. Yes. So, uh, and we've had one winner in this area a few yep. years ago, I remember. I think this year, wasn't the kids down a little bit, Tony? The it participation was, for the kids? Yeah, yeah, but it picked back up. Uh, last number I had was about 14 or 15 kids okay. uh, registered uh, in that. Uh, of course, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, that the Academy Sports uh, paid for your uh, fee. Yeah. Thanks so, so with that, so with the kids. So uh, also with that, too, uh, so we'll have more of that on the CCA Star Tournament. I was hoping maybe to see something this morning or maybe even late yesterday afternoon with regards to the Red Snapper count 
which I didn't see last week. You know, the count was up in the in the high 70s uh, um, uh, with about a fifth of the fishing. We were allocated uh, uh, allocation for our area. Uh, the state was 934,000 pounds, and it was up uh, uh, near the 80 percentile, high 70s. So, uh, don't yeah, and that was two weeks with another two weeks to fish too. Okay. So we could be pushing that, but of course, with the kids back in school and all, and uh, not a lot of that. So uh, be close, yeah. yeah it's uh, so we and then they increased uh, back in July. They increased the number from three to four red snapper you could bring in. So if there were four of you, could bring in 16 red snappers. So uh, yes, with that, uh, in the meantime. So elsewhere, too, uh, with that, uh, you know, uh, Tyler Rivette and Greg Hackney are going to the Bassmaster Classic. I saw that. Uh, you know, of course, with football season and fishing and hunting, uh, I mean, how does life get any better? Yep. You know, for Tyler Rivette and also uh, Greg Hackney. Uh, of course, Rivette's from Raceland. He finished ninth among the 102 Bassmaster Elite Series Bass Fishermen. And the Angler of the Year standings, another giant step for the young angler who organized uh, uh, Nickel State's first bass fishing team back in the day, too, Rick. Okay. And of course, next, next right. March on the 22nd and 24th at Grand Lake and, uh, oh, the Cherokees, Rivette will compete in his third Bassmaster Classic in his four uh, pro fishing seasons. So he started out this year winning the Elite Series on Lake Okeechobee in Florida. Yep. And Hackney, the veteran turning pro, he's from Gonzales was a 2014 Angler of the Year. A lot of people forget about that. And he was also 20th in uh, Angler of the Year standings and will be competing in his 19th Classic. So uh, hats off to those two guys, too, yes, uh, Rick. So yep. uh, those guys fish hard, man. A lot of sponsorship. They're both uh, – one's young, one's uh, medium age. So uh, they, uh, they're doing a pretty good job uh, with that. So, of course, we also have our, our, our young man in our area, Summerall, so uh, we wish him the best, too. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, he's been uh, working hard, too, with that. Uh, so uh, wish him also the best. Meanwhile, hearing a lot of good reports out of Delacroix, Delacroix. Rick, that uh, fishing's been pretty good with the specs and all. And, uh, of course, that area and that end of uh, the state – They've always had a lot of success with specs and all through the years, and uh, the fishing's still pretty good out there in that regard. So uh, just if you're out in that area, and I know a lot of people, uh, friends, uh, go out in that area and have camps and uh, spend time out there with specs. So uh, a lot of good things coming up through there. So anyway, with regards to the Louisiana Red Snapper, as I mentioned a little bit moments earlier, uh, Rick, that uh, still uh, not a whole lot uh, we can do across there. So uh, hopefully uh, – we can uh, get some information. Maybe get, I might check it during the break. Right. They don't have – what, we got a couple of weeks left, Tony? Of, uh, With the red snapper? We, yeah, it's it's going to depend on the uh, – how the secretary is going to feel with regards. He can, yeah, he can, he shut, can it down, shut it yeah. off in a yeah. heartbeat. That's right. And uh, we'll see how, like I said, we got about a fifth to go, but that was <laughs> effective as of, I want to say, August uh, the 13th. So that's another three, three weeks left to fish red snapper and all. But yeah. – like I said, uh, the Delacroix trout can be caught on soft plastic uh, uh, lures this month. Fishing in the areas of the edge and uh, that area out there. Although uh, shrimp is also, uh, you know, always a good uh, live bait. You know, it's always a good uh, fish. Oh yeah, shrimp for the shrimp. Oh yeah, redfish yeah. aspect. That's right. right. And then uh, again, yeah. to uh, you know, a lot of a lot, you know, I never, I never believe it or not, never went fishing with a. Uh, 
with a, a, a motor trend, you know, on it. Uh, you know, the noise, the trolling motor, it usually makes a little bit of noise. It'll yeah. scare the fish away. So uh, never had gone. But a lot of people I know fish salt water with a trolling motor. Yeah. And uh, instead of anchoring down, you know, and, and uh, not too deep of water. And uh, anyway, just uh, in the wintertime, trolling motor didn't come into play that much. But because right. uh, the fish aren't moving. You know that much with the cold water. Maybe so, when it uh, starts cooling off, Tony, it, it should get. I mean, it should get a whole lot better. You know. Anyway, but uh, you know those two, the soft plastics of the live shrimp. Uh, you know, and the weather with the hot, the with the heat, the weather is. But you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had some great stories coming out of the cove in those areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, people fishing and yeah. catching tra- uh, uh, trout, uh, speckled trout and redfish. Yeah, so uh, the salt water was getting blown in to the uh, to the point out there. Uh, anyway, so just uh, keep an eye on that. So we'll see how how that's all going to go. But the big news, I guess, here for uh, in the state with the hunting seasons opening up, besides the heat, yeah. is the the ban on the, uh, oh, the yeah. burning, you know, right. uh, and all wildlife here. I mean, even you can't see the college people or the, who uh, go out and grill, you know, for uh, that, the game tailgating. This, this weekend? Yeah. No grilling. That's right. UL, too, for that matter. And uh, – uh, I heard something in the background. I wasn't sure what yeah. it was, but uh, unless they changed it, yeah. Uh, with that, so uh, anyway, the Louisiana Department of Banning All Open Flames at the Wildlife Management Refuges and uh, Conservation Areas uh, through October fifth, and uh, last week, Secretary Rob Shadwin uh, signed a declaration of emergency banning uh, igniting fires of any kind, and uh, they're finding out too some of this uh, fire burning is by arson. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard some of that, uh, not all, but some uh, with that, of course. Uh, and it's not limited to campfires, barbecue grills, using uh, matches, lighters, any other device or instrument that is uh, intended to ignite flames on all the wildlife management areas. Of course, our severe drought and extreme heat uh, yep. have caused more than 440 wildfires since August 1st crazy. of this year, So, uh, which continue to burn thousands of acres across the state. Conditions uh, conductive uh, for wildfires are expected to continue uh, through the Labor Day weekend and beyond. That was last weekend. So uh, maybe some of this rain might help out a little bit, but I'm sure yep. we need a lot more. Of course, the declaration of emergency is just a matter of public safety and protection and in order to protect the fish and wildlife resources in the state of Louisiana. So uh, anyway, the declaration of emergency is effective from uh, uh, the 1st of September through uh, Thursday, October the 5th. So uh, unless otherwise rescinded or amended by the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and Wildlife Fisheries Commission. So anyway, if you want to look up on it, but uh, that's one thing that's uh, taking place right now. And you know as well as I do, Rick, it's just the heat. And like I mentioned earlier, you just don't see people cutting their grass no. this often. Yeah, I mean, while. the grass isn't growing other than areas that are in the shade. Yeah. I see some uh, greenery uh, even in my yard. But uh, my neighbors feel so for those grass-cutting guys that uh, – have some pretty big jobs right. too with yards and all uh in the meantime of course you know last week we had the uh we had the hunters for hungry and from what i understand too rick uh they had one location in lafayette and the, the surrounding areas yeah they hauled in almost twenty two thousand pounds of frozen meat for the needy for our state so yep. uh uh, hung, uh hung, hunters for hungry uh director julie uh, grunwald said collections of frozen game and fish will continue so for that uh Anyway, just a great cause, too, that's been put in place. And, uh, you know, empty your freezer, and that's what it's all about. Uh, get that freezer uh, and empty it and uh, bring those uh, needies to those area drop-off areas. Uh, you can go back to the wildlife site and uh, 
or I should say the Wildlife and Fisheries uh, uh, website and see a lot of that information too mm -hmm. for that. Uh, so just, uh, yes, it's sir. important. I just never hear, I heard of any reports from the dove hunters uh, from last weekend no. that cranked up Saturday right. uh, with that and the heat and all. Uh, of course, teal season right around the corner too. I think uh, the 15th uh, or the 16th, it's going to open up. Uh, check that to make sure. Don't listen to me. Right. I want to make sure about the dates. That's about right. Close, you know, yeah. so uh, anyway, but more on the fire ban uh, with that. Uh, so, um it's important folks to get out there and check all that out. So uh, with the fire ban, uh, with tailgating at that, through the university's course, UL will not be at home uh, this weekend. They travel up to Virginia to play Old Dominion. Meanwhile, the Tigers uh, entertaining Grambling yeah. uh, in Baton Rouge, Tulane entertaining Ole Miss. I think McNeese is going to Florida. We'll talk about that, of course, in Bayou Sports a little bit later. But yes, uh, yeah. anyway, uh, it's just uh, it's just a uh, just uh, the emergency fire ban, just so important, Rick. Oh yeah, and got to remind folks about that. Uh, with that, so uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna uh, come back with more. We're taking our first break here. In a moment, uh, you listen to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show here on FM 107.5 and AM 12:40. We'll be back with more right after this. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256-5783. That's 256-5783. Discover Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning and Ragin' Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, creole sauce, seasoning, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Ragin' Cajun original recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana over the last 38 years. Ask for Ragin' Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today. Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask them for that rage and cajun say ball a new carrier heating and air conditioning system from dolls heating and cooling can save you money every month thanks to the newest line of carrier energy efficient technology products you can lower your utility bill don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer turn to the carrier experts at dolls heating and cooling call dan you're my ac man today at 337-367-2511 that's 337-367-2511 license number 6286 time out oh right remember we're a team that plays together listen the winning will take care of itself we just have to get everyone involved in interscholastic sports, we celebrate what makes every one of us unique. And in the pursuit of a common goal, everyone in the huddle, in the bleachers, and in the community comes together. This message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. 
Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and the Hunting Show. Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. And you know, Rick, uh, with the hunting season upon us, uh, they're going to be, uh, especially uh, with the deer hunters, there are, of course, dove seasons opening up, teal season right around the corner, ducks, duck hunting season also right around the corner. But as uh, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife Fisheries is going to hold a chronic wasting disease information meeting on uh, September 19th. It's going to be up in Faraday, but, you know, a lot of guys we know uh, hunt yeah. uh, right across uh, when they leave Baton Rouge, right oh, into yeah. Mississippi up there yeah. and Woodville and those places, Centerville up in that area of Mississippi and also up uh, north of Louisiana. I've got a couple friends that have got uh, right. hunting camps up in that area, the state mm-hmm. uh, up around uh, Haynesville and either in the north sector. So uh, anyway, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries will hold that chronic wasting disease a public information meeting uh, September 19th at 6 p.m. at the Concordia Community Center located uh, up there at 26356 Louisiana Highway 15 up in Faraday. And, of course, uh, CWD information and updates will be presented uh, due to the additional uh, CWD detections up in Tinsaw Parish uh, last year during the deer season. We talked a little bit about that on the show here. And, you know, for years uh, it was absent here in the state of Louisiana uh, while all the contiguous states, uh, Texas, Arkansas, and Mississippi, all had issues with the CWD. And, uh, of course, uh, now in this area in the state, up in that three-parish area, I think it's Tinsaw Parish, and portions of Madison and Franklin parishes uh, have been expanded to include the Northeast Concordia Parish. So in response, uh, in January of 2022, detection of that CWD in Tinsall Parish at the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries adopted regulations for the establishment of the CWD in the control area. And, of course, regulations are intended to reduce further spread of this disease. So... Uh, with that, um, anyway, uh, it's it's a big issue, Rick. You know, it's uh, I don't know if a uh, if a deer that uh, has that maybe disease, if you might uh, digest some of that meat or eat some of that meat. Um, uh, they, they don't recommend it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, but uh, with that, they're just trying to keep the herd, uh, mm-hmm. the deer herd, uh, down. So it's uh, and you can remember years ago with the cow disease, right. some, something the sim- same thing. You that. see emancipated yeah. uh, deer just uh, look skin and bone. Yeah. And you I want to say uh, up until last year, Tony, we didn't have to worry about it in Louisiana. But th- this past year, it uh, they had a few instances, like you said, up north in the northern parishes. Yeah, and uh, it call it all came into light. So uh, with that, you know, the uh, wildlife fisheries are trying to head this off before it gets too bad within the state, and uh, basically of the. Uh, the uh, chronic wasting disease uh, and to complete the regulations. If you want to see some of that, things they ask you not to do, I'll go over a few of them. Uh, all supplemental feeding, including uh, mineral or uh, salt licks, is prohibited with uh, that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the purpose of this feeding ban is to reduce the potential for the spread, spread of this up. disease yeah. through artificial uh, congregation of deer and bait uh, sites. Of course, the use uh, of approved bait will not normally ingest by deer for the for feral hog uh, trapping will be allowed, but the export of cervids, uh, cervid uh, carcasses, and things like that uh, originating with the CDD uh, control area is prohibited, except for meat that is cut and wrapped, meat that is boned out, quarters, and other portions of meat with no uh, part of the spinal column or head attached, antlers, clean skull plates with antlers, clean skulls without tissue attached, capes, 
tanned hides, uh, finished taxidermy mounts, and uh, clean serving teeth. So uh, export exceptions or uh, for taxidermy, which require a permit and have been established. Of course, the deer head waiver permit must be completed before moving the deer head outside the CWD control area to taxidermy business. And the permit is available on the Wildlife and uh, Fisheries uh, CWD webpage. You can link it uh, uh, with that. Additional taxidermy waiver instructions and transport and disposal are uh, available by visiting that website. So you get up there. Not the big deer hunter I am. We got, got a lot of guys that uh, deer hunt. So if you deer hunt up in that area, yeah. uh, instructions are out there. You can see uh, what you can do right. with take, that. Take the steps. You're right. Yeah, and it's just important that that's uh, all being done for that regard, Rick. So uh, we'll see how that all uh, take place. But, again, I advise you go to that if you're a deer hunter. Get involved. Look at that. Uh, digest it and make sure that uh, – you're following the regulations that come into play uh, in that regard. Also, we mentioned this the last couple of weeks about the new exhaust regulations too, Rick. Yep. And we talked about that. Louisiana Wildlife Fisheries Managers issued a reminder uh, for the last few weeks for the September 15th opening of teal season. And uh, so that's when the teal season opens up next Friday, a week from today. And if you're planning to hunt a wildlife management area, there are now new exhaust regulations for all powered watercraft factory original equipment manufacturer the oem uh, installed or oem equivalent exhausts are required for all boat and power craft engines operating on the wildlife management areas and the operation of a uh, power craft with altered muffler or muffler cut out or in a manner that uh, bypasses or reduces yep. the effectiveness of the muffler system will be prohibited no modification on the wildlife. Yeah, yep. that's right on the wildlife management areas so uh, that that's all important too rick oh yeah yeah, they're going to start cracking down on all of that. Anyway, uh, with this, with the uh, low rain we had, uh, we needed very much uh, over the night uh, with that storm. Uh, pretty much, uh, I don't know if we had maybe even a half inch to an inch of rain, but boy, poured hard by my house last night. I know I lost electricity for about two hours uh, in the late evening. So uh, hopefully, uh, uh, and I'm not so sure what's on tap for this weekend, but uh, with fishing, Rick, uh, a um, little update and slow information for us. Yeah, it's our uh, listeners. It's it's just been slow, Tony, on the freshwater side. You know, uh, even the pond fishing, our pond's down like four feet. I mean, really? I, I've never seen the pond that low, Tony. Really? I have a, a 20, 22 foot boat, and it's probably in eighteen uh, to twenty foot of water, and the, the tip of the boat is four foot out of the water, and usually that the, the tip of the boat's like a foot or two under the water. So the, the pond, I've never seen it that low. Even even pond fishing right now would probably be a little tougher, you know, because the, the the heat and the, and being the lower water levels, it just puts a lot of stress on the fish. They slow down and just kind of get lethargic, you know. Like I said, where it's at right now, from what I've been hearing, is it's all uh, pretty much salt water, you know, in the bay, the pass, uh, and just fishing spots, you know, like that. Even on uh, every island, the uh, off off of the. Uh, the main cut right there, they've been catching a few few uh, reds, not not really specks, but you get out in the bay early and late and catch a few specks. And they tell me, you know, uh, when a shrimp uh, kind of follow the birds, that's an old rule of thumb. That's you know, right. When they stop running, the fish just shut down. Tony. But that, the heat the heat also drives everything back down, so that's when it slows up. Yeah, and with the white shrimp uh, cranking up a few weeks ago uh, with, yeah. the, with uh, a shrimping season, so uh, – 
anyway, uh, there's still a lot of opportunity out there. I oh, yeah. hadn't heard anything on crab crab uh, traps uh, and things like that. Uh, no, I hadn't really heard nothing you know, on crab uh, You know, yeah. that's something that uh, always was pretty popular out near Avery Island, out in that area, too. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, up north, Toledo Bend, they're catching soccer, but they're deep, you know, 20 to 25 feet. They're fishing brush piles with shiners and uh, catching some nice fish. So, uh, anyway, uh, if you uh, and the big thing right now, even with the heat, uh, the temperatures in the 90s, uh, er, go out early and come uh, and then come back in. And then if you want to go out later on in the evening when oh, it yeah. kind of cools off a little bit, the temperatures might be uh, in the high 80s, maybe right. low 90s. Uh, hopefully you get a little wind, you know, to kind of protect you a little bit. But uh, be sure to cover up, too. Uh, oh, yeah. You don't want to see with that heat, those ultraviolet rays still come through this, oh, yeah, those clouds, does. too, uh, even though uh, it might be in the 90s. So. Yeah. With that, anyway, uh, tides for today, uh, of course, Friday, the uh, 8th of September, 2023. The sun rose in southwest past Vermilion Bay at 6.49, and sunset tonight will be at 7.21. And in the high and low tide chart, we can see that the high tide will be at, uh, or was at, 2.59 this morning, and the low tide will be at uh, uh, 6.14 p.m. this evening. Tomorrow, the 9th of uh, September, uh, the sun will rise in southwest pass for Million Bay at 649. Sunset will be at 720. And the high and low tide chart uh, for Saturday, the high tide will be at 351 a.m. And the low tide will be at 713 p.m. For Sunday, the 10th of September, the sun's going to rise at uh, Vermilion Bay at 650. Sunset will be at 718. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the high tide will be at 430 in the morning. That's Sunday morning, Saturday uh, night. And the low tide will be at uh, 8.03 p.m. The average water temperature in Southwest Pass for Million Bay, more likely 85 degrees in that regard. So uh, with that, uh, so uh, uh, we uh, advise you uh, uh, to have, have a great weekend. Hopefully you will see a little more uh, showers maybe uh, possibility. Yep. So we'll see Hopefully. how that comes into play. Anyway, Rick, we wouldn't be here each Friday if it wasn't for these fine right, people. Right, Tony. We've got to thank Alamo Hydraulics, Dose Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasoning and Foods. And our motto is always, Kids that hunt and fish, don't steal and deal.